You're listening to Relevant. Where we talk about things and stuff. Things and stuff. That you should probably have heard about already. chocolate bunny hangovers or your passover hangovers yeah passover is way more legit dude passover's awesome yeah i celebrated the seder (gasps) once with someone in phoenix i have always i left that i'm like i want to be jewish yeah i have always wanted to go to a seder that is actually when i uh, my dad and i proved to the world that we're not allowed to play board games together because we share a brain. Why? We spent way too much time together growing up. Yeah. And we we share a brain. Like, we finish each other's sentences all the time. That's so cute. It's Sam Prash. I mean, it was pretty bad, actually, to a point where I would pick up a conversation that we would have, like, hours earlier, you know? And it, we would just be, like, say, driving in the car. Be like... What about da 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 da? And he, without skipping a beat, he'll just like he's right there with me. Oh snap! But we were playing taboo, and uh, <laughs> I said, "What dresses are made of?" Oh, okay, that was my clue. What okay. would you guess? Fabric. Nope. First word out of his mouth: chiffon. Holy and it was shit. correct. Holy shit. <laughs> Everyone was like, all right, we're done here. You guys are not allowed to be partners. That's... Because fabric was one of the taboo words, so I couldn't say that. Wow. I actually don't think I've ever played taboo, so... That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm a huge fan of apples to apples, and then yeah. it's like step-sibling cards against humanity. Yeah. I mean, apples to apples, uh, we you. It's only fun if you play it as if it were Cards Against Humanity, oh, which is yeah. why Cards Against Humanity was invented. Helen Keller. Oh yeah, I mean, that's always the, wins. That's the trump card. Yeah, that and AIDS. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Oh God, yeah. Or, or wait, no, AIDS. Penis. That's Cards Against. Those are, those are both Cards Against Humanity, but Helen Keller was definitely apples to apples. Helen right? Keller is an yeah. apples to apples card. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh. Said apples to apples. My jam is catchphrase. I will get a little too intense during catchphrase. <laughs> I feel like you I'll get intense friends. during any game because you're so competitive. It's it's true. So uh yeah, so we are recording on <laughs> Easter. Zombie Jesus Day. Zombie Jesus Day. Also April Fools. That's right. It's a bit of a mind fuck, if you will. Yeah. I think one of the funniest tweets are posts or whatever i saw was like it's april fools and easter so it's your perfect opportunity to have the kids look for easter eggs that you never hid (laughs) that would be me if i oh if levi was older i would totally do it yeah but that would like probably well he's still he's still young that he's not even sure why he's looking for easter eggs i have a video of it from uh the family easter but why are we doing doing yeah full disclosure i fucking hate this holiday and it's also easter and i also hate easter Okay, but listen to this because I have some news 
or some information that might make you feel differently about Easter? Well, besides the fact that it's based off a pagan holiday? Yes. Okay. So, um, from Mr. Neil deGrasse Tyson. (gasps) My boy! My space boy! That's right. Just an FYI, Easter on the Gregorian calendar contains a double astronomical reference. Whoa. The first Sunday after the first moon, the first full moon after the vernal spring equinox. Eclipses, which occur only during new or full moons, can therefore never happen on Easter Sunday. Whoa. Space update. This has been a space pew, update. Pew, I can't pew. believe you did a space update. It wasn't a space I update. Mean, I just, I was scrolling looking for the funny tweet and that came up. I'm like, sh- I mean, it's guaranteed that Katie's going to talk about how she hates Easter. And I'm like, this is going to slam, slam dunk. Yeah. Although I didn't like actually comprehend any word that I was speaking. Because <laughs> did you hear me stumble right through on. that? Yeah. <laughs> I almost want to read it again because I sound like an imbecile reading that. But I don't think it's actually going to get better. No, probably not. They're just words. I don't see a sentence anywhere here. Just your reading fi- comprehension when it comes to space is not right. It was just a lot of like space or science words, and the like. No, there's no like nouns and verbs. And just an FYI, Easter on the Gregorian calendar contains a double astronomical reference: the first Sunday after the first full moon, after the vernal or spring equinox. Like that's nothing happened. There's okay. no. Do you understand? Did you comprehend any of it? I mean, so I understand what he's saying. Like the first Sunday after the first full moon, after the vernal spring equinox. What about it? So, like that's just you're just describing something. Yeah, you're doing great. We'll just. And then it eclipses, that. which occur only during new or full moons, can therefore never happen on Easter Sunday. Like that part I got, but the beginning, like that's not a sentence. I mean, not that I'm here to. Correct, Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> Please don't. Obviously m- smarter. <sighs> I'm tired now. It's <laughs> just very tiring. Yeah, sorry. It just... So how was your week? Uh, long and hard and... Dick-like? No. <laughs> Ad- full of adulting. Mm. We put the security deposit down for a new apartment that we're moving to riveting it is very exciting stuff which hopefully we'll be able to successfully record there once we move i thought pat's not to be trusted well he can leave (laughs) for some reason my boyfriend has a he has a very deep voice but he's not a loud person unless he's been drinking barely ever talks his voice is at the register where no matter where he is in our current apartment, it picks up on the microphone. He could be behind like three closed doors and you'd still be able to hear him. And so he's not supposed to be talking or around when we're recording. Yeah. So if you ever hear this like mysterious human in the background, he's literally <laughs> behind a closed bedroom door, but it's still is like this ghost on a microphone. Yes, exactly. So, but you know what? It's just life. It, it's life. We're average human beings. We don't record in us studio by any means so that wasn't obvious at all i'm sure no <laughs> by our audio quality the past five episodes i do want to i do want to straight up apologize because it's quite clear that i completely forgot how microphones work last episode but it's you know just, i was just very passionate i guess we're still learning we're kindergartners 
Yeah, we all joked that we were going to have to tie the microphone to my face. You were very into your possum stories. I was. I got lots of possum pictures and memes and tweets on my birthday. It was not funny. I mean. But people thought they were. Yeah, that's good. And then, of course, I had to talk about it again today. Oh, yeah. Aaron's birthday was last Tuesday, the 27th. It sure was. Feel free to send me things. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we never took advantage of like your free stuff you get for your birthday either the, we're the working birthday on it. the birthday trifecta we're doing it we're Sephora we Alta Starbucks I already spent the Starbucks one. Oh, that's fine but yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so we do need to go to Sephora Alta stop naming names <laughs> Sephora Alta okay. the name of my first child <laughs> <laughs> you mean your non-existent one like that's where to ever have next, a child. Your next two cats, you can have Sephora and Alta. Sephora, Alta, Urban Decay. Nope. You're nope. Done. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> um. So who wants to go first? I need you to go first because oh. <laughs> I literally like I like I was telling you I'm like I can't. I was scrolling through my list and I'm like I I. I'm fine talking about any of them, but none of them really, like, excite me right now. All right. So I'm going to need need you to, like, warm me up. Like, let's get into it. Like, I'm, let's get a little dance groove going. <laughs> I'm going to come out Grooves of the gate. Ooh. I'm going to come out of the gate hard and fast. Oh, okay. Right to the inside. I want to talk about tiny homes. Ooh, okay. And I don't know... I was laying on my couch today and we were like, we're going to record. And I was like, sweet, because this weekend has just been, you know, not that exciting. I don't lead a very exciting life. <laughs> and uh, But I Katie, you have a podcast. But I have a podcast. <laughs> so my life is automatically very exciting. I'm a VIP, mm, a mm-hmm. very important podcaster. <laughs> That is the funniest thing you'll ever hear me say. (laughs) Honey. I know. Um, I want to talk about tiny houses, mainly because there was a time and a place where I truly believed, as I was going through school to be an interior designer, that I would end up designing tiny houses. Oh, yeah? Uh, I still maybe possibly would like to do that at some point in my life. I just don't know how long the tiny house movement is going to last and Mm -hmm. be um marketable and make money right (laughs) right uh that being said i liked tiny houses when they first became a thing because i really enjoyed the idea of downsizing getting rid of your shit moving someplace smaller living most tiny houses are kind of off the grid in some way shape or form like the most part solar power composting toilets etc etc right as always with things in america we have to ruin them yes we cannot have nice things. And so then HGTV got on this kick where we t- started doing a show about extreme tiny houses. Exactly. And then we're like, let's put Carrera Marble and like really expensive exotic woods and sure stupid shit in our tiny house. And it's like... But see, now, I am confused about the tiny houses in general. Like, first of all, I, I mean, I get it. Like, 
there's a lot of people that don't want a lot of space or don't want too much space like that's fine or you're like this is just literally where I cook where I eat where I sleep and everything else I just live right out in the (laughs) out in the world and it's a very important thing to talk about but I want to know like where did it who was the first person to be like you know I like this RV where I can live in a small place and drive wherever I want And then they decided, like, you know what? I'm just going to plant here. Well, I think there's a difference in clientele between people who, like, I always believed that when I retired, I would buy an RV and travel the country. Sure. Now I'm just going to buy a sailboat and sail all over it. That's (laughs) my dream. (laughs) I finally talked Patrick into it. He said we could do it. So we'll see. I'll let you know in 45 years. Um. (laughs) Still working on that wedding ring. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Besides that, though, I think the people who have RVs are the people like snowbirds who are like, gonna go down to Arizona for a couple months and then I'm gonna drive up the 101 you know I enjoy the tiny house movement because I think I like the idea of we went from these like McMansions McMansions yeah to the opposite end of the spectrum yeah talk about swinging pendulum Jesus yeah and I just, by default, tend to be a minimalist when it comes to design Mm -hmm. as well. You know, probably for as long as I've known you, I don't want to buy a big house. Mm -mm. I want to buy a small house and fill it with, like, really nice things. And Mm -hmm. it's the quality quality over quantity for me. So why would you get mad when HGTV took it and, like, made it swanky? Because... Then we're talking about, I think I get irritated because these people go in and they're, they're all, we want to buy a tiny house. We want to live in a tiny house. And then they go into a tiny house and it's, well, where is this going to go? I can't fit my 65 inch plasma screen TV. Who the fuck (laughs) has a plasma screen TV anymore? Jesus Christ. (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know why I said plasma screen TV. What are we at? Like 4K LCD? Is that a thing? Yeah. API? PPI? You're just saying. 480K. No, it's 4K HD words and letters. You're doing great. Cool. (laughs) And the GT. And the GT. And so I get upset when these people, it's the same as I cannot watch House Hunters. And I think you feel the same way mm. when these people are, my husband collects butterflies and I fold paper origami cranes for a living and our budget is $1.5 million. Yeah. And they go in and they say, well, we don't really like the color of this Carrera marble countertop. And I'm like, well, number one, bitch, you shouldn't have Carrera marble in your kitchen. It is extremely unsanitary. <laughs> Why? What is, what's the difference? What is Carrera marble? Marble is a type of I stone. I don't know what the fuck marble is. Carrera Thank is from Italy. Ah. And it's Does it highly have a special look to it? Yes. Is that the it's gray and white one? Uh, that's the, like the, the one that's really on your laptop. Yes. They're very warm with lots of veining and beautiful color. Okay. Marble and granite are porous. Yeah. And if you don't dumb. seal them, they're not food safe. Yeah. yeah. They're very dumb. I won't get into it anymore. <laughs> but... I recently had some clients buy a tiny house 
Well, it wasn't like it wasn't a true tiny house, but they were coming from a much bigger house and they wanted the tiny house life. And this one was kind of like since there basic there isn't really like tiny houses around Madison. Um except for the ones they're building for the homeless. I w- yeah, I was going to say mm-hmm. that actually. Uh so they were like, well, we'll just find a great piece of land and build our own tiny house. But then, you know, life happened and they're like, well, we actually just need to find a house and we'll deal with that later. But they think anyway. Um, <laughs> and so it's been really interesting hearing her talk about like downsizing and going minimalist and mm-hmm. all that fun stuff. And I actually got to walk around her house um, last week, I think. And just sh- it's really cool. Like when you're when it's laid out well and you're smart about what you're oh, doing. like Yeah. It makes a lot of sense, and it makes me laugh because when uh, uh, my partner has a camper up sort of north. It's north, but it's like baby north. Baby north. Um, Central Wisconsin. N- not even. It's like um, Lake Wisconsin. <laughs> oh, girl. That's up north for Illinesians. I said baby yeah. north. Yeah. I'm, reg- I'm agreeing with you. Okay. Um. And anyway, so when we went up to visit, Brian's like, I could live in one of these. And then I think the next day he's like, nope, I couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I mean, if that was your life and you don't, you weren't trying to live your exact life now, just squished into that place. Right. That's that's what the difference is. You know, that's where people take our two horse dogs (sighs) and live in an RV. That's where people fail. Right. Is they it's unsuccessful when they go into it thinking I can take my life as I'm living it now and force it into this tiny home-shaped box right I just wish I could go into like the shoes of a average New Yorker that like when all this was happening they're just like laughing their asses off is like what the fuck like we've been complaining about this literally forever and you all are just like doing it on purpose yeah I mean, I'm kind of living that right now because we're going from a two-bedroom apartment to a studio. You are. And I am loving the purging and getting rid of things. And when we moved into our current apartment, we didn't have a lot of stuff and it was fantastic. I was Mm. like, I'm never going to fill up this apartment. And I took a bunch of stuff down to our storage unit today and I was just, we're going to have to throw away and donate a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. in the two and a half years we'll have lived at this apartment and I'm very disappointed in myself so it's good to kind of ground myself back into the you don't need stuff yeah and I was nervous when we were considering moving into a studio I asked I guess like he's like my partner like boyfriend is so juvenile juvenile I asked my partner yeah you know, do we feel like we can handle going from this amount of space to that amount of space? And when we <coughs> got the floor plans for our unit, I was looking at it and I said, no, this is actually a really good layout. I think we can do this. I think we can handle this. And then we walked through it. And the only concern is I don't think our furniture is going to fit. But that's okay because all of our furniture is hand-me-downs mm. anyway. So it's time to get some grown-up stuff. It's time to get some grown-up stuff. It's time to... Grow up a little bit. That's exciting. That's very exciting. So cool. Tiny houses. Do you do you feel partial to a certain type? Like I feel I I combine the tiny house stuff into or along with um, like the storage container houses. I really enjoy the. I've 
actually been very drawn to and looked into the idea of doing a shipping container house. And when my friends Chelsea and Dave were looking for houses, she had me do research into how feasible it would be to buy a plot of land. Mm -hmm. And there are very few construction places in Wisconsin that are kind of equipped to yeah. deal with something like that and getting it up to code is very difficult did you just pull out a chin here mm-hmm. okay yeah I yeah. I envy I envy that life I definitely see the allure in it and I will go in my like waves of purging and then hoarding and pinging. yeah pinging pinging mm-hmm. pinging and hearding and Ex- all of the things um, but I think it's just not She's still pulling chin hairs out. I just don't think it's feasible for it's just I can't you I and can't your family. <laughs> I can't do but it. But for Pat and I, it's just us and our two cats and we don't plan on having children. We don't plan on expanding. You're also little people. We're yeah. I, I mean, mean you're not like tiny, but right. you're both you're not like six feet tall. Right. And, and we're very um, specific in our hobbies. Like, our hobbies don't take up a lot of space. My hobby involves going to a completely different building, and his hobby involves video games. Mm -hmm. So, all he needs is a very large TV, and that's fine. What's your hobby that... Oh, the riding of the horses. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The riding riding of the the horses. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. What are you going to talk about? That was a wicked spike. I'm sorry. What are you going to talk about? Well, you know what? Um, I So I stopped myself when I was telling the story about my client with the tiny house because I didn't want to ruin one of my topics. So I'm just going to shimmy right on into it uh, because they they decided that they're just going to buy this house that's like moderately tiny, mm-hmm. small. It's like 1,100 square feet. And oh, they have two perfect. kids. Perfect. Oh. And a dog. Wow. Mm-hmm. They're like, we can just walk to the lake with our canoes. Like it's. Or kayaks. Kayaks. Um, But the ultimate thing was that um, they're just going to turn it into an Airbnb. Oh, my God. Is this what we're going to talk about? Yeah, that's one of the topics I wanted to talk about was the share mentality existence of the Airbnb. Because, well, so first of all, the... April Fool's videos were buck wild already last night. And there was one that was talking about, like, it was from a mattress company. And they oh. were talking about a share bed. And I'm like, or bed share or something like that. And I was just like, this can't honestly be real. But they had, like, a website set up for it and everything. But it made me think about Airbnb and how it's, like, insanely prevalent now. Like, it's. For a young person, anybody that I've traveled with that is under the age of 30, everybody is like a no-brainer. Like, we're not going to get a hotel. We're going to get an Airbnb mm-hmm. because, A, it's a lot more, a lot cheaper usually. But you also get to enjoy kind of that, like, local life. Yeah. I, full disclosure, have never done an Airbnb. Me neither. But we are currently planning a trip out to Maine again mm-hmm. in the late fall mm-hmm. with my partner and actually our producer, Aaron. And he has a dog. And when we're not camping uh, or splurging on the occasional bed and breakfast, Mm -hmm. I think Airbnb is usually the way to go. Well, especially when you have multiple people. Yeah. You know, 
And like we're adults, we don't need to be sharing a bed. No. Well, and <laughs> well, I mean, <gasps> unless you want to. I have to say, my very good friend Abby is coming into town from Portland on Friday, and we're going to see her in Appleton. And we got a hotel for that night because mm-hmm. I, I can't <laughs> the the thought of sleeping on the floor now. Mm-hmm. I just can't do no. it anymore. Nope. I have gotten to the age mm-hmm. where I just I can't do it. Nope. And I almost looked into getting an Airbnb, and then I got a really good deal on a boutique hotel in downtown Ooh. Appleton, which is really close to the historic district. Mm-hmm. And the day, like Saturday, we want to kind of explore because we've never really been to Appleton or mm-hmm. Fox Valley in general. And she gave me a whole list of places to go and see. And so we, I, I almost Airbnb'd. Not quite. I can't imagine there's a whole lot of Airbnbs in Appleton, though. Who knows? I mean, there yeah, are a surprising number of Airbnbs out by where we used to live on the lake. So, well, yeah, but that's but it that, also that has like that, you know, it was rental ca- it's kind of a culture. yeah. I guess that makes sense. Ah, uh, the boys when they just went out to Denver, stayed in an Airbnb and like oh. had an experience that like you totally don't even think about so like um, a lot of times you think about okay well they'll put their place on airbnb if they're out of town or whatever and want to just make some money while they're out of town you know but this place was a huge house apparently there was like 12 beds whoa i don't know how many rooms but and they needed that much space there was 12 guys yeah oh shit yeah so it was a pretty decent sized right hang so you know they would just spent way too much money on hotels if that's what they did oh for sure especially because they were out there for a long weekend right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so but one night all of a sudden one of them started smelling pizza and they were like where i smell pizza who's making pizza and you know it's just such a big place they're like searching around like who is making pizza and then finally they realized it was coming from the basement which they didn't have access to and they're Uh like somebody's down there and, like, what a genius thing. Like, you buy this massive house. Yeah. You just chill in the basement. Like, you be a minimalist, you know? Well, and just make a ton of money. Because in Denver, Colorado, ex- I was just going to say, in some place like out. that, that makes total sense. And Holy I think crap. it was even in, like, downtown. Oh, hell yeah. But that it makes me so uncomfortable. And I loved the Broad City episode when they did the Airbnb. Because it's like, that is the exact. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> yeah wow it's so weird it is uh, that's what makes me really nervous about doing it and i when i search for airbnbs we almost did one when we went out our on our trip out east to nova scotia last year Mm -hmm. i specifically searched for the ones where no one's gonna be home because there's ones that they are yeah uh i was talking to someone who did an airbnb and the dude was still like home no they rented a room nope. and i was like nope oh nope. my nope. god i nope. fucking can't no nope. like i can't nope. i can't no nope. i can't even fathom nope. doing that nope 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 my nope. social anxiety just like it's weird enough knowing that you're in someone else's house i know but having that person there Ooh, too is just I don't like it. nope nope not okay not okay with it so that was just i just really wanted to bring that up because it, it really is like super duper prevalent and like that's just what people do. And I I don't know if I could ever, like, 
you won't even sleep in my bed. Nope. When you watch, when you stay nope, here. Nope. But in you the do guest know room. me. Yeah. So maybe that is a little bit weirder. But every time still. I'm like, I put fresh sheets on. You're like, still not staying in it. Still not sleeping in it. <laughs> and the one time you didn't even sleep in a bed, you just slept on the couch. The Which whole was time. funny because you left presents for me on the guest bed, and I was like, I never even went up there. Yeah, I walked in. I'm like. <laughs> Did she actually come take care of my dog? <laughs> I did. I just didn't sleep in the bed. Katie will dog sit my dogs anytime we leave. And I swear to God, like <laughs> every time we come back, I know she's been there because I'll get multiple Snapchats of my dogs. But when we come back, there is, oops, there is zero evidence of her existing. Like the dishwasher is in the exact same situation. Like whether if it was like clean with some dishes in it or dirty with some dishes in it, exactly the same. There's may maybe a mug in there <laughs> but like nothing everything is untouched like we leave a fridge you're like here you have help yourself to food like nothing is touched we're like this is so weird was it that was when i first dog sat for Teresa. i mean she probably wanted it that way yeah but it was like she, she told me when she came back um i dropped the keys off and she goes yeah uh, I had to ask my kids if they had seen you because everything was so clean. And <laughs> her oldest son was like, oh, yeah, she was here. Her stuff was all over the living room when I came home for lunch one day. And I was like, oh, God, because I do my you laundry. You were doing your laundry there, yeah. I'm over there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just, I couldn't, I no. couldn't fathom no. staying somewhere that, someone <laughs> well, especially with someone who's very very particular and very orderly oh yeah. you know like you know if one thing was out of place you'd be like when when airbnb first became a thing my immediate response was this is just asking for rape like this is just asking for someone to disappear you know just not a good situation why like because someone has your keys yeah basically or on the flip side you show up to someone's house and you you get in but they also have means to get in too so they come in and like axe murder you true true yeah there's definitely going to be a set of like airbnb murders oh god i mean Craigslist only existed for a decent amount of time before that got ruined. Did you see that they took the misconnections and the um, the dating part of Craigslist yeah. down? I mean, I don't know what took so long. Man, that ca- makes me a little sad because those misconnections were hysterical. <sighs> those were very funny. Hysterical. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend had a misconnection written about her when she worked at Quick Trip really it was super creepy i don't want to talk about it it was like it was really creepy yeah yeah the internet ruins things the internet this is where we can have nice things that's right i will do another mini okay and i think i think i want to talk about face masks Ooh, and not just face masks oh Erin just made a really excited face i'm gonna talk about multi-masking too Ooh, my mom just got into that hey oh hey cindy oh bleeps i got so excited because i was at the drugstore looking for my hyaluronic hyaluronic 
acid because I heard it's supposed to be like the shiznit for moisturizing your face. And since we are in the doldrums part of the winter where it just won't end, my face is, hates me to the point where my like uh, I I exfoliate plenty. I moisturize plenty. But like my forehead was like oh, um, so dry, you know, just Flaky. like flaking. Yeah. And I had gone like this in my meeting to uh, in my one of my like morning meetings and I was at lunch with Brandon he goes uh you need to like sh- shake your hair out but not in here so your mom got into multi-masking she did she sent a photo actually that's awesome yeah that's really I don't have like a better anecdote like yeah she she got into like the multi-masking which I thought was a very good idea but I don't really have to deal with that too much so multi-masking for those of you who need to take the rock off of you because you've been living under it no that's not fair multi-masking isn't it's not super prevalent it's not super prevalent but it's the idea that different zones whoa yep you're doing great wow different zones of your face need different things so for instance i have combination skin my t-zone yeah not to be confused with the g-spot it's very (laughs) oily (laughs) this immediately <laughs> as soon as it came out of my mouth it's not getting cut <laughs> god damn it <laughs> my t-zone is very oily whereas like my cheeks mm-hmm. are very dry ah. so i would do like a clay base mask on my t-zone and i would do a moisturizing mask on my cheeks there you go and then some under eye mask because right. your under eyes are very delicate they delicate are. little flowers delicate little flowers I don't need to multi-mask because my entire face is just the Sahara Desert. It's all, yeah. it's just all dry. All dry. You all can have day, some of my, <laughs> I'm not, I was going to say you can have some of my T-Zone oil. Ew. And that just <laughs> <laughs> sounded wrong on so many levels. All the levels. Ugh. Yeah. Ew. Do you remember your first face mask? I do. Really? I, it was, and I really hope that she remembers this because she listens to this podcast. My friend, Caitlin, growing up, mm-hmm. my friend Caitlin and I got face masks. I want to say, so my mom did Mary Kay oh. for a long time and she had all of these samples and that was my first fro- foray into makeup was the Mary Kay samples. Like, do you remember the lipstick samples? They came in the little teeny tiny like blister yes, packets. They're so cute. I had Tupperware containers full of those. Nice. Yeah. My mom never got into Mary Kay, so I didn't really ever see them in person. I think my mom my mom sold Tupperware for a while, which is why we well, had there you go. so many Tupperware containers. And then she sold Mary Kay. And I think it was just like a lot of so many samples and the the eyeshadow came in like strips that you peeled the plastic off of and it was a piece of paper and you just rubbed the little applicator yeah okay no that's how mary Kay sold their eyeshadow that's crazy (laughs) it's like some space shit yeah but we did it was a mary Kay mask and honestly i think it was for aging skin probably but it was down in my basement. I had just got an ice cream maker. It was like a hand crank ice cream maker. And we oh were making shit. peanut butter ice cream. Oh and I was God. sitting in my Papa Sun chair. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and we were doing in between makeovers. So we would do a makeover and a face mask and a makeover and a face mask. There you go. And that sounds like a very girly sleepover. It was. It was great. It was probably right after we had rollerbladed around to Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Because we would rollerblade. All the 90s things. Just checking the boxes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Her basement was technically better for rollerblading because her basement didn't have a bunch of car parts in it like mine did. So, yeah, that would do it. I should have, like, if my, if I would have done face masks as a child or a teen or a preteen, my skin would probably be in a lot better shape like it's just leather it's not leather it's not that bad yeah but, but like you also didn't work at a tanning salon so you're correct okay. yeah i didn't purposefully damage my skin but i was outside in the blazing sun all the time growing mm. up so mm-hmm. i definitely yeah, i've seen seen some things your skin has seen some shit but i love oh my gosh i will go to the makeup store that starts with an s <laughs> i'm ju- that's not even that's that's stupid. You'll go to a makeup store. I'll go to Sephora and I will just take all of their face masks. Ugh. Love them. Well, you know that you can sample them, right? The sheet masks? Not the sheet masks. I don't do the regular ones. That's I true. I don't have time for that rinsing. I, I just want to and throw it in my chest. I 100% okay. am sure I've never done a sheet mask. No way. No. I'm You've been friends with me. You've had to have. Maybe I did one at your house when we were getting ready to go to Seattle. Maybe. I don't know. Before or after we self-tanned each other? (laughs) (laughs) I think it was before. (laughs) God damn it, Katie. Now we mentioned Seattle again. I know. (laughs) Cutting it now. Cutting it. Uh, Uh, Is that all you got? Yeah, that was was all I had. You guys remember that? That was fun. Face masks are great. Face masks are great. Um, Okay. I want to talk... For my deep dive, I actually Ooh. have it written on my my list as a deepish dive. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not quite a deep dish. That's right. It's deepish. <laughs> oh, oh you a, need to cut that. That was a good snort. <laughs> that was a good snort. Um, and I, I call it a deepish dive because I, there's, uh, there's so much research to be done that I don't want to do any of it. Um. <laughs> No, and I think only deepish, bec- deepish because I don't want to deep dish. <laughs> <laughs> that one track mine, y'all. Can you have some water? No, please? you don't deserve it. You I don't deserve. You didn't hydration. earn your water. <laughs> water, please. <laughs> milk, 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 please. Okay, enough, enough, enough. Um, I've been saving this one because it's a real... Well, see, now I'm doing it. Um, I've been saving this one because it's a real serious topic. Ooh, okay. But it bears saying, since we're talking about trends... Let me bring it down. You can... No, no, no. Keep it light. We need to keep it light. Yeah, we do. People did not care for our serious episode very much. (laughs) Which is fine. I didn't didn't care for it either. I prefer it that way. That people don't like us? Exactly. (laughs) Uh, no, but I don't want to. How dare you like this content we spend hours and hours putting onto the internet? <laughs> uh, no, I just didn't want to like do it in like damper a happy mood. Okay. You okay, know what okay, I mean? Okay, but okay, we're, okay, we're okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. 
cool, 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 tight, tight, tight. Anywho, we're doing great. We're doing great. Um. Oh, okay. What is it? So my deep dive is just like more giving like an ode to the. Tr- I don't want to belittle it by calling it a trend, but it's definitely trending that mental illness is becoming much more of oh. a uh, topic of conversation, less taboo. I know you and I have both posted many comments, yeah. I mean comics, about huh. living with mental illness. Do we want to share mental illnesses? I mean, I already have in another episode. So have I, but... You did? Yeah, I think so. I Maybe. think so. Maybe. Uh, I can't keep track anymore. We've cut so many fucking episodes. I know. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm d- I have depression. Di- <laughs> <laughs> I have depression. I'm doing really I have depression. Yeah, no, I have been diagnosed with depression since like junior year of high school, I think. Okay. My so mom dragged me yeah. to the psychiatrist. And of course, I was like a bitchy little teenager like i don't need to be here i'm fine i'm fine mom. i'm fine. god mom yeah but then of course like looking back i'm like all right fuck she yeah. was right i mean good good on her go cindy well she had it too has it too yeah. so she knew what to look for um but yeah so it's just, i've kind of gone in and out uh throughout my teenage years but once i got into my 20s i like fully was like okay yeah no i can't i have to i have to stop stopping taking the meds i'm actually really glad you're talking about this because so i have generalized anxiety disorder okay i have had it clinically for 10 years now i think um and on top of that i also have depression they so, tend to go hand in hand. Yeah, it's great. Um, I have a lot of like therapists or psychiatrists. Like if I bounce between, that'll like start talking about the anxiety. I'm like, I don't have that problem. No, you don't have the anxiety. <laughs> like, part and of it. I so badly want to like bring you into the conversation. I'm like, no, uh, I have somebody can atta- can attest to you. Like, I have anything but anxiety. Yeah. Like I annoy people that I don't care about things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Being on time. You know, I. <sighs> You're doing better ish you're deep dish in it deep dish this is a deep dish i've worked really hard on it i my on the flip side my depression is not as prevalent as it was when i was younger sure um i think i've mentioned before that i had a tumultuous childhood to say um, the least so um formative years i wouldn't just for, narrow yeah, it down formative, to just my your formative childhood. years were tumultuous because i mean it's like mainly like 12 and up right yeah essentially um and not like like not like bad my mom passed away when I was 12 Mm -hmm. and that was very like life changing life altering obviously Jesus Christ yeah um and that was essentially the onset of my anxiety um I would it started getting really bad my junior year of high school and then I remember it was very, 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 very bad my freshman and sophomore year of college. I remember mm-hmm. my first night staying in the dorm, I was alone because my roommate, my friend Abby, hadn't moved in yet. And I was I didn't know anyone at all. Mm-hmm. I was away from home. Um, my 
parents couldn't help me move into the dorm. So I was like moving in by myself, essentially. And um, I just was laying in my loft bed in this like strange room. And I was just like sobbing like I fucking hate this. Like it's terrible. So, yeah, that's when it started getting very bad. But right. See, now like the depressive in me is like that almost sounds like heaven. Yeah, right. Alone. Like I don't want to be near alone. Anybody. But I am. So I've been on anti-anxiety medication for like five years, and I'm currently in the process of weaning off of oh, it. Oh shit! So wait, so when I when we first met, and you were taking those meds that like made you cannot do caffeine yes you were just I was just starting it I remember taking my very first anti-anxiety pill Mm -hmm. um when I was sitting across from Jimmer (laughs) and I was like is it ironic that I have anxiety about taking my anti-anxiety medication (laughs) and you could not have said that out loud to him (laughs) so um but no, I'm in the process of weaning off of it in exchange for uh, CBD oil. Sure. I have had really good success with the CBD oil, thanks to our producer, Aaron, who um, kind of was like, hey, I've heard a couple things about this. I talked to my cognitive behavior therapist who has been, We w- this has always been kind of my goal is to get off of the right. prescription mm-hmm. medication. And I am lucky enough to be... In a position with my anxiety where it's at, where I can do that. Mm -hmm. So talk to your doctor, kids, (laughs) before you go off your medications. Yeah. Yes. I, yes. I've tried it a couple of times and it's dumb. Yeah. I, uh, I started getting back into acupuncture and Uh, with the goal of getting off of my meds too, because I mean, they are very helpful for a lot of things, Mm -hmm. but they are definitely all the stereotypes of like, I have no feelings. Yes. And it's very weird because I'm very I'm a very introspective person, so yoga was almost a bad thing for me because yeah. I like it you were just too aware. I was so hyper aware mm-hmm. of everything. And um um now I lost my train of thought completely. Oh, so like now I have moments where I'm like I really want to feel this feeling, but I, like, physically can't because yep. uh, obviously yep. the the meds are doing their job. Yeah. And I remember my friend in high school talking about being on uh, antidepressants and just feeling numb and whatnot. And uh, so it, that's definitely a problem with it. But it's you know if if that's what it takes, I guess. But I mean, you remember when yeah. I was pregnant, I had to uh, wean off of my meds. That was. Uh, yeah, I remember us having that conversation about you're like, I have to go off my happy pills if I get knocked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, and so I don't know if it was the pregnancy because, you know, obviously pregnancy hormones make you absolutely crazy, too. <laughs> but I felt all the feelings. All the, all all the, the feelings. If you looked Ooh. in my general direction, I would just start crying for yes. no reason. And to the point, honestly, where like well into my pregnancy, someone would be would t- somebody would be telling me a story, and they're like, "You're not, are you gonna cry right now?" Yeah. And I'm like, Mm-mm. which is nope. not how we function. And I'm usually very mellow. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> which and it was funny because it, I mean, obviously, it was sad things too. But there's, um, but it was anything that was touching, anything. <laughs> All those so Hallmark m- movies at Christmas. I did not watch those. I wasn't, I was, well, I was pregnant at Christmas, but I was like barely. Yeah. I don't think I'd, we- I hadn't weaned off my pills yet. Oh, no, 
Yeah. So my favorite story to tell, I have two to tell about that, just to not go too far sidebar of feeling all the feelings. But the first one where I had to like, quote unquote, come out to my coworkers about being pregnant is that we were having lunch on something that's called broker tour. I'm not going to get into that. But I, uh, they, they were serving quesadillas. And yeah, and the agent came over to see how everything was, and I just started bawling. Oh my god! Wait, what? Yeah, she's like, she's like, how are you guys' quesadillas? And I'm just like, there's it's just so good. It's just really, it's a spot, you know. <laughs> and I was like, it's just so <laughs> good. And they're like, of course, they're looking at me like I'm a crazy person. And I'm like, oh, sorry. And then I'm like, I have, <laughs> I'm pregnant. Like, I have to explain this because you know. Again, everyone's like, who the hell is this? And why are you crying over quesadilla? Uh, and then the other one was, this is before Brandon and I started working together. We were just kind of like cordial. We were barely, we hadn't even like hung, like we were not, we were just cordial. We were acquaintances. And I pulled in, as Katie mentioned, I have a issue with being uh, prompt. No, or, uh, not at all. Uh, yeah, timeliness. So, and I have a hard time getting to our s- Tuesday morning meetings on time. Any other day, I can get to work at 8.30, but our n- Tuesday morning 9 a.m. meetings, I cannot. I p- keep pulling in the p- parking lot at like 9.05. And so one day when I was pregnant, I was going ahead of schedule. I was like, Doing it was great. like 8.30, and I was on my way. I'm like, I have time to go to Starbucks. Awesome. So I pull in, and of course, the line is a mile long, and I'm like, fuck that, turning around and leave. Two seconds later, I get a phone call from Brandon. Goes, what do you want? And they're like, huh? I didn't call you. What are you talking about? And he goes, well, from Starbucks. I'm like, what? And he goes, that was you that just turned around, right? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm in line. What do you want? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and so of course I gave him my order, but then I hung out. I'm like, oh my god, that was so sweet. And like, you didn't have to even like. <laughs> You could. You didn't have to see. You didn't have to say that you saw. You and I was just blubbering like a mess. And Brandon's like, when he brought it to me, of course, it's just like, it's just coffee. <laughs> like, it's no big deal. Yeah. So it was definitely like an over. And a poor Brian, like he's only known me on my antidepressants. So then when I was pregnant, he was just like, what? Who is this pod person? Oh, Pat's really lucky because he's known me for so long. He's known me not on anxiety medication oh. and on anxiety medication and now weaning off. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I would love to eventually wean off. The acupuncture has helped dose down. Yeah, which is which is important because I feel like when mm-hmm. you're dosing down, you're gaining some semblance of yourself back. Which yeah, awesome. you definitely get to the point when you're like, there's a fine line between having it managed and having it ha- have feeling like a shell of a human. Yeah. But I've sent Katie. I mean, obviously we've talked about this many times on our own, but I've sent Katie so many like memes and texts and whatnot, you know, like the worst is like those days that remember like those days that you just want to cry a for no reason and B, but you can't, Yep. you know, and you're just like, it's a very interesting <laughs> feeling, for it's, sure. Yeah, if you don't, if you never experienced it, it's my hard favorite, to describe. Mm, my favorite is, 
having a depressive episode and then you have anxiety so you're laying and unable to do anything and like get out of bed Mm -hmm. and then you have your anxiety brain saying you're such a piece of shit you need to get up you need to do this you need to do this you need to do this you need Mm. to wash the dishes you need to clean the shower you need to feed the cats you need to go to the Mm. gym you need to do this Mm -hmm. and it's just like exhausting Mm -hmm. and then you take a depression nap there you go yeah yeah I'm very glad that I don't have that part of it, except for the pa- fact that I just turn into a puddle of mud. And Brian, <laughs> poor Brian, every time he's staring at me, he's like, babe, he's like, don't go down there. Yeah, don't, don't do like, it. Come don't, on, come you on don't want to go down that road. Yeah. <laughs> come on a walk with me. Yeah. And it's like everything that will help you, like, it sounds like the worst thing ever. And you're like, <sighs> I have legitimately cried when he's been asking me to take or to go to like the dog park with him. Like, I just don't want places. Like, I don't want to do it. I don't. I don't want to. But um, t- we could talk about ourselves less. Um, but I just wanted to bring up though, like that it really is so nice and relieving seeing that it's so like it is catching on, so to speak. That people are like, we need to talk about this more. It is not a stigma. Yes. It's not taboo. Um, my mom's favorite like phrase, so to speak, growing up was like, you know. If you had a broken arm, you wouldn't be like, oh, I'm, no, I'm fine. Like, nothing's wrong with if me. If you had a broken you know clavicle I mean? and three broken ribs. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> right. Um, but that's the thing is, like, you see that on a lot of comics, actually. It's like, well, yeah. why can't you just be happy? Yeah. Or whatever. And I don't know about you, but I feel like Robin Williams' suicide was a big um, mm. trigger to... Or uh, not trigger, um, catalyst. I really like spark. Like we need to talk about this more. I think so. I think with social media in general, true too. Um, but I think for you know there are people out there who do not believe that depression is a clinical thing, mm-hmm. and there are people out there who d- refuse to um, be like talk to someone and be medicated which is really a bummer Mm -hmm. and dangerous and very sad Mm -hmm. um and um i think that this kind of empowerment movement of just talking about life's more average qualities yeah has really been the kind of turning point in Hi, my name is Katie Martinson. I have general anxiety. Mm-hmm. And um, hi, my name is Katie Martinson. And sometimes I get really depressed. Right. You know? Yep. And I also like, think that, unfortunately, and fortunately, uh, we're talking about it more on like, TV shows and stuff like that. Things that are accessible to uh, general, the general populace. Yeah. Not just a very niche group of individuals. Yeah. I um, I know Kristen Bell is a big proponent mm-hmm. for it. She talks about it on social media all the time. Like she will, you know, if she's in the middle of a spell or whatnot, yeah. she'll talk about it. And I like that. Um, my therapist, who I love and I miss from Phoenix, she like right before I left, she's like, you know what? I don't think you necessarily have depression as much as you have dystymia. What is that? I've never heard that before. So the way that she described it, I can read it. I just Googled it just for some backup. The but, Google uh, machine. I wanted to make sure that I pronounced it correctly, too. 
but like the way that she described it is like you know depression is that you you know you have low moments you have high moments your Mm -hmm. lows are just lower and dysthymia is that like your lows highs and lows just all operate like here's everyone else's normal your operate yours just operate a little bit lower so like when your highs when you're having your highs you're almost just normal right oh when you're having a normal day you're just low you know and then so then your depression are like much lower than a normal person's so um and there's the way that she like like i said the way that she described it and pointed things out i'm like oh my god you're right yeah Yeah. um so the the googles describes it as a mild long-term form of depression which yeah and i love it very common oh more than three million case u.s cases per year can last for years or be lifelong. Um, symptoms. Oh, here we go. I'm going to have to do some like special cutting in this episode. Dysthymia is defined as a low mood occurring for at least two years, along with at least two other symptoms of depression. Examples of symptoms include lost interest in normal activities, <laughs> hopelessness, low self-esteem, low appetite, low energy, sleep changes, and poor concentration. Yeah. Yeah. Like just your standard issue. But, uh, so I think just by reading that, I feel like depression is some people like are diagnosed with like clinical depression and they might just have this like yeah. dysthymia um, because that's definitely like I that's when I know that I have that I'm like about to go down what I we call just like the rabbit hole in my house. It's like I'm going down my hole and he's like, oh, no. Um, but it's those symptoms that I feel like all of a sudden, like I can't make decisions. Like I talked oh, about in that one yes. episode mm-hmm. and I'm like, and I no longer want to do anything like not any, not, and not to like, Oh, I just want to st- I just want to sit on the couch and watch Gilmore girls. It's yeah. I, don't I physically cannot fucking get out of bed and take care of myself, let alone my child or right. my husband. Right. Like I'm going to cry thinking about needing to take a shower yeah. or like I, I'm not br- I am not brushing my teeth and that is a good point because I feel like there are people out there on the flip side of being super candid about like hey my brain is fucked up mm-hmm. uh that are like I'm depressed and so I'm just gonna take five self-care days in a row right which tends to make it worse always yeah like self-care is really important but self-care is also not like you capping out of doing your chores or something. Like right. <laughs> right. You know, I just don't feel like doing the dishes today because I'm having a manic episode. Right. Well, that would be the opposite. True. You'd want to do the dishes if you were manic. Yeah. You were, you, uh, yeah, for me, like self-care days are preventative. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And actually, like, Brandon's super on board and he's a very observant person in general, but He's brought that up, too, and he's like, you need to take a day off. I can see you starting to slide. Yeah. Because, I mean, stress is definitely a trigger. It is. I mean, of course, when your body's working overtime. But I'm so happy that it's become part of the forefront, mostly because of the Affordable Care Act and Obamacare and all that. Because that was one of the biggest things. Like, you know, obviously, Obamacare is a big hot topic, and Affordable Care Act is the same thing. (laughs) <laughs> newsflash imagine that um but that i actually cold called people when it was first being brought up because it was like 
I a lot of healthcare plans don't cover mental health. No. My when I was on my parents health insurance, my cognitive behavior therapy was covered, but my copay was very expensive. Mm-hmm. And now with my current insurance, it is covered and my copay is less. Yeah. So that's very helpful. Um, Before the rollback, my medication was completely free. Yeah. And it was amazing. Mine is free, but mine's a generic. And then obviously, like, psychiatrist and whatnot, there was just a copay. But yeah. I mean, I, that was one of the biggest reasons that I was not in denial, but, like, avoided the situation a lot when I was in my early 20s and late teens. Couldn't because afford it. Yeah. I'm like, a therapist is $100. Right. You know, like, and they, you know, and they are like, well, I want to see you like every week or every other week or it's every like, month. It's shit. like, holy shit. Jesus Christ. I'm not like, made I of can't. money. Yeah. So, I mean, luckily my mom was like, this is important. Yeah. You're, you're again, the broken bone. Like, yeah. you're not going to not go to the doctor. Right. Um, so, like, I will cover this for you to go. Yeah. Thankfully. Um, so that's why I was really excited about Obamacare. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it's that's it's that's totally normal. Take care of your brain. That's right, guys. Your brain is who you are. Yeah, and it's not dep- depression is not just being sad. <laughs> uh. Oh yeah, only my deep dive. Are you gonna pull us out of the hole? I'm gonna pull us out of the hole. All right, girl. I I've got the rope. Let's go. I want to see if I can find a so- a sound bite and see if it. It's not gonna pick up anyway. I know, but Aaron can in- he can insert it. I didn't recognize the tune, but I saw the picture, and that's number two on my list. Is it I've really? I've been wanting to talk about it, but we ah. keep going back to the 90s, and I'm like, oh. We, I mean, we talk about the 90s a lot, I guess. They I were formative. Oh they were God. really funny trends. Just turn it off. They were really... Oh, I don't understand the language you're speaking. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I want to talk about... Tamagotchis. Tamagotchis. But I also want to talk in general about um, this idea Gigapet. of the pocket pets and the gigapets. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, because Tamagotchi was a name brand. It is. And gigapets, I, I think, I think gigapets is a name brand. Um, oh, is it? Yes. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I did my research, you guys. Giga pets are digital pets, also known as virtual pets or artificial pets. That were no, so Giga pet is like a, a genre or a genre, not. kind of. So I had both, and oh. I had like a lot, <laughs> a lot. Now, where Neo Pets weren't the little keychain ones, right? Nope. Those Neopets were online. Is online. Okay. Yeah, that's on my list. We can get into that. Okay. Time. You don't um, think they fall into the same category? I don't think so because Gigapets, the idea of Gigapets was unique because it was portable and could go with you wherever you wanted. True. Um, I. <laughs> so I started off with my first Gigapet was Rugrats. Oh, okay. Um, which like I don't he know. Took care of a rug rat, it's or yeah, it was just like exactly. And I think it was Chucky, and Chucky Finster, <laughs> and basically I don't. It was different than the usual Gigapets. I had a a dog Gigapet too, right? Where they're 
they hatch from an egg and right. you take care of them and they grow right and yeah they poop and you have yeah. to pick it up and yep. i guess you know you can start with like giga pets and tamagotchis are essentially the same thing but tamagotchis like the og oh for sure and tamagotchi had like three little buttons and you had this egg and it took forever it felt like to hatch yes and then once it hatched you had to feed it and clean up its poop and Mm -hmm. it's when you think about it in the sense of like i'm now playing video games on like a virtual virtual reality headset and it's Mm -hmm. very realistic and then you take it back to the tamagotchi it's like man yeah we've come so far so far so far but at the same time it was really fantastic because it's three fucking buttons. Oh, yeah. And the simpler times, man. Exactly. So I had this keychain. It was a lanyard and I had all of my Giga Pets on it. I had the Giga Pound. Choose from eight yep. different breeds, tiny terriers to Great Danes and care for up to four dogs at the same time. I'm sorry. I could not do more than one. Mm-mm. That was that shit was hard. Yeah. They were demanding. I mean, you would have to like babysit. Yeah, exactly. I never had one. So I was I was a babysitter or a gigapet sitter or Tamagotchi sitter. Tom Ooh. I never had I never I never had any of them. I don't know if I ever you know what? No. Ooh. Ooh. I did. I I, I babysat for people's. Um I had the Rugrats one and then the the yeah, Rugrats. I feel like I had another one that was like kind of along the lines of Rugrats, but I don't remember. And then I had m- probably three Tamagotchis because it was similar to just, it was one of those trendy things to get kids for Christmas and stuff. It was. It um, was. That's for sure. Oh, God. I just. <laughs> so uh, when was the first. When was the first Tamagotchi? So the first Tamagotchi was released by Bandai, which they made everything. And it was November 23rd, 1996 in Japan and May 1997 for the rest of the world. I can remember specifically like when I first learned of the Tamagotchi and it was standing in in Kelly's bedroom. Kelly. All of the things. All of the things. I don't think she even listens. Well, I remember... Nope, that's for another time. Okay. That's another deep dive. Uh, according to Bandai, the name is a portmanteau combining two Japanese words, tamago. I'm probably butchering the pronunciation. I'm so sorry. Tamago, which means egg, and the end of watch. Consequently, the name is sometimes romanticized as tamagotch without the I in Japan. Most tamagotchi characters' names end in chi in Japanese with few exceptions. Oh, my God. I totally forgot your Tamagotchis could get married. Oh. oh, my God. They could get married, and then they could have, like, children. That's oh right. God, that's crazy. That's right. This was one of the first instances of the infrared communication where yes. you and a friend could, like, your Tamagotchis could hang out. That's right. Oh. This is, like, so high tech, you guys. I mean, if you think about it, though, like, this was pre-cell phones, really. I mean, it was 1996. Yeah. So, yeah, this was, this was those Japanese, man. They, they're ahead of it. They, they're they ahead of it. Yeah, I was just more focused on my Game Boy. Oh, I love my Game Boy. Yeah. My I was trying to balance 
a hot campaign of Pokemon Yellow, uh, trying to catch them all, catch them all, and also five or six Giga Pets and Tamagotchis. So well, you could say that I was pretty busy. <laughs> Yellow. You were like well busy. Full disclosure: I didn't have a lot of friends when I was a small child. I think you've mentioned that one or three thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> I was you and your iPad. Not really. Like, I'm gonna leave I'm, my eye patch out of this, okay? I'm gonna need a picture of this eye patch. Uh, I just want to talk about as of 2010. Are you ready for this number? Over 76 million Tamagotchis have been sold worldwide. I like how late that date is, though. In t- oh, there's of, still as of 2010. There's still. My brother was telling me there are still people in in high school that have Tamagotchis. No They're way. coming back. There are just. A, I don't think. Oh, my God. Can we let go of the nostalgia? <laughs> well, for Gen Zers, it's a little different. They didn't. They, they didn't, didn't have come it. Up. It's not nostalgia. You're right. But it's all of us that are in the production part of life that they're putting it back out. True. Mini rant. Maybe a long rant. I am so sick of. Uh, okay. I love nostalgia. Obviously, I like looking back and being like, oh, haha, that was funny. But. Can we stop with the fucking remakes? Like I've all no, I we can't. Already, ha- I want to talk about this. I was already mad. I was already mad that we couldn't make up like an original film idea, so we just went into comic book land for a long I time. I want to talk about this as a deep dive. Okay, I'll save it. I'll mm-hmm. cut it. Yeah, I'll cut it. I'll cut it off. I, I, I honestly, want to too. we're on the same wavelength yet again. I almost talked about that today. I have it as I, I have it listed. So, OK, I'll save it. I wasn't going to do it. And then you just got me all riled up. Sorry. So the price of a Tamagotchi originally in 1997 okay. was 1799. Damn. The OG edition. 1996 Tamagotchi is going for $130 on Amazon. Dang. And I would be lying if I said I didn't consider buying one. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that I can just... Target has them for $15. And I honestly, I might go out and buy one. I mean... But if someone has a Tamagotchi and they want to send it to me... I'll take care of your Tamagotchi for you, homie. You babysit it? I'll babysit your Tamagotchi. That makes a lot more sense because, like, I remember not, like, my parents didn't let me have one, I don't think. And I think it was probably a price thing. Oh, man. But, and it's not necessarily, like, it was too expensive, but it was just, like, no, I'm not buying that. I'm not paying $20. And that's a lot of money. And, like, Back like, in the like 90s? what was 96? Like, yeah. what's $17 and 96? Yeah. That's a- like, that's got to be, like, yeah. 35 now? I don't yeah, know. probably. Should we look at the inflation? I love inflation calculators. Dude, me too. Who, oh boy! If in 1996 I purchased an item for 17.99, then in 2018 the same item would cost 28.55. Ooh, I was kind of close. Yeah, you were pretty. You were pretty close. Yeah. This has been Math Hour with Aaron and Katie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, good old Tamagotch. Tamagotchi gotcha good. That's right. Do you think that in like seven years, if Levi asked you, Mom, can I get a Tamagotchi? Would you get him one? I mean, I guess it would depend on it, what it costs. 
<laughs> well, okay, so. <laughs> I mean, don't you remember, though? 2028. Like, <laughs> Does it work this way? Nope. <laughs> Doesn't no, work that way. Do you, do you remember, um, like, that was, like, the first craze of, like, these kids, they're getting so addicted to the Tamagotchi, yeah. and, like, you had to Technology. put it away, yeah. and, like, people were really this worried was, about this it. This was monitor your screen time before screen time was actually a thing right yeah yeah because like kids were not paying attention and like they were just they were addicted to the tamagotchi i saw an article today and it was about how students now younger students are having issues holding pencils because they're so reliant on technology and i was like you know i i'm gonna fucking call bullshit on that nope nope that's yeah number one i know for a fact that probably 95% of schools in the United States utilize tablets in some way or form in their everyday curriculum and number two crayons are still a thing yeah that's what I was thinking like you started with crayons yeah it's I would hope to god someone didn't put a tablet into a one-year-old's hand and was like here you go write your name on this right and if that's the case that's your own fucking fault lord help us all Yeah. yeah and at the same at the same time we're evolving Mm -hmm. so if your kid in 10 years you're having a child like in 10 years if my brother has a child he's 10 years younger than me Mm -hmm. and they don't know how to write calligraphy i don't really give a fuck i mean they already don't yeah like they stopped they stopped teaching cursive right yep yeah in most places which is a bummer but but at the same time i don't i get it yeah I'm not going to be mad. You mad, bro? I'm not going to be mad about it. Right. So yeah. if you can't read it, then cool. It's like our own secret language. <gasps> yeah. yeah. Us, us old fogies. Us, us old farts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 All right. You ready? I'm going to end on I'm a sour patch note. Wait. Like actual sour patch? No. Oh, I got really excited. No, no but that sounds good. Sour patch. Ooh, <laughs> girl. Ooh, that sounds good. Oh my god, this com- fine jewelry company on Instagram followed me, and I. W- Do you ever see something shiny and you want to eat it? No. Okay. All right, pika. <laughs> the fuck. Anyway. You are the reason people eat Tide Pods. No. Fuck you. First of all, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) What do you want to end on? (laughs) Stop pouring paint and calling it art. (laughs) Oh. It is the bane of my existence, Katie. I can't. I just sent you one this morning, right? You did. Aaron hates fluid art. Dude, duh. It's It's not art. It's not art. Okay. I look at pause. S- no. Pause. <sighs> what? Anything is art if you call it art. Do I stick to that belief and never make fun of anyone's bullshit modern art craze? No. Fair. Fair. If you want to knit fair. a scarf with yarn that comes out of your vagina and call it art, that's fine it's a thing look it up i'm not gonna google it that's fine that's all you she did it while she was on her period too anywho that's fine if you want to call it art 
art is open to interpretation. Okay. It is. is. On pause. Yep. You're right. Yes, that is true. Anything can be art. But, like, you're not talented. Like, since the beginning of time, people have been mesmerized by things slowly mixing you know like oh yeah how often do you like add coffee like cream to your coffee and oh. then you're like oh like everyone instantly feels like a pothead that gives me like a such a high to watch my creamer pour into my iced coffee i was gonna say especially if it's iced because then it goes around is resin when it's like on water and then people like dip no. shit in it no oh. resin is like you literally mix resin and you mix in acrylic and people add mixers to it to make like what they call lacing patterns and all of that i've seen people like spray the acrylic with that resin and i think it looks better before they do it like that's what makes it look like bubbled right like yeah almost Mm -hmm. like geode yes it's fine you don't have to like it i don't you don't have to like it i don't i don't like it at all so full disclosure i went to art school I'm I'm leaving that dead air. <laughs> <laughs> I am um, 50-50. I think that it's a lazy way to do art in 90% of the cases where I've seen people do it. Mm-hmm. However, I've seen it done very successfully to the point where I'm like, I, yeah, I, I would hang that in my living room. Um, but that is primarily with resin artists because there is a lot of technique that goes into working with resin. Mm -hmm. It's expensive. It's time consuming. It's kind of dangerous. Mm -hmm. Um, but acrylic fluid art is kind of how I feel about people who take sacred geometry and put it on top of like tie dye and call it art. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. if that's art to you, that's fantastic. To me, that's eh, not my not my taste, not my style. I was gonna say that's like the dyslexic version of Namaste. Yeah, not my taste. Not my taste. Not my taste. Namaste. <laughs> namaste in bed. Namaste in bed. Namaste away from fluid art. Dude, yeah, I mean, like, again, I'm addicted to Facebook videos, and especially I wa- I usually watch them when I'm tired and, like, brain dead, so they are mesmerizing, and I watch them all the time, but they just piss me off and make my blood boil, and, like, <laughs> like, I, I don't know, it's, I think it's just more, like, you don't really think you're special, though, right? You know? I like, think there are people out there who do it who do think they're special. You know? Like, okay. Cool. Levi could do that. <laughs> Levi does do that. Levi's too. Right. Like, uh, it's not cool. I don't know. I can't. It ugh, It makes me mad. I don't like it. I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. sorry. Oh, shit. I never found a funny tweet. Me, me neither. Let me find a funny tweet. Wait. Pause. Pause, pause, pause. Backtrack because we always fucking forget to do this. Thank you for listening. Yes. This has been relevant. Thank you. Uh, Please rate, review, subscribe. Yep. On we, the iTunes. Everywhere else you just subscribe. Yeah, it's fine. But you know, also like share this shit, yo. Yeah. We don't pay to advertise. So Mm-mm. if you could spread the word, if you like us, you could tell 
your coworker that you like. If you don't like us, tell your coworker you don't like. <laughs> Just well, torture them. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Uh, we're not everyone's cup of tea. <laughs> Maybe we're your bitch coworkers' cup of tea. And if so, hey, more power sweet. to you. Thanks for sitting in the living room with us. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that does it for us. Thank uh, you to our producer Aaron Johnson. He's not here. He leaves when we record. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. By the time I'm done doing a cut list, I'm very annoyed by us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thanks for listening. Thanks for Aaron. Thanks for Aaron. <laughs> thanks for Aaron. Thanks I'm Aaron. And <laughs> uh, our intro and outro song by Murderbird. <laughs> Which Katie just died over because... Oh, you all, you guys. I heard it on SV Delos's most recent episode. If you guys aren't a patron, get on that patron because that's a good-ass YouTube channel, y'all. Okay. We ready? I'm ready. Sign us out. This is unprecedented. This is. And of course, like, you know, I'm just <laughs> leaning into my... Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm leaning Has in. Has risen. <laughs> Our <sighs> outros are just a shit show. You know, it's like we, it's like those like two 12 year olds that never want to hang up the phone. Yes. You hang up first. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I want to tell you one more thing. Okay. Go. Or, oh, no, you oh, you're up. not being serious. No, I'm just. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we have listeners? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> you guys rock. Okay, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Because my body is ready. Because I've been given (laughs) the gift of finding and reading the funny tweet. It's going to be parenting related. Oh, okay. I like no, I like those. But this is a good one. This is this is uh, universal. I closed my finger in a drawer and yelled, "Son of a bitch!" And my six-year-old called from another room. What is it? Is it Trump? What did he do? You are the future. I'm Katie Martinson. I'm Erin Garnett. This has been relevant. See you next week. Goodbye.